Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to the Hump Day version of the Ren Network. My name is David Solomon. He, on my right, is Stuart Prisgell doing the wave. Uh, if you are doing dealing with waves, if you're in the south, it's a heat wave. If you're in the north, it's flood waves that have taken you up on. Hope you're, you're safe and you're sound. Hope all is well. We here at the Ren Network, what we love to do every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon live is an uncensored, unedited, unfiltered podcast on a wide range of topics. Ladies and gentlemen, this is dedicated to giving you, not only us, to express your opinions, your feelings, your thoughts, your experiences, and a whole lot of more, a variety of different perspectives and honest opinions that you just don't hear from that liberal <coughs> media that's out there. We de- tend to dive into the latest news, pop culture, and politics, and a so much more, and today is the so much more. We're going to talk about absurdity of modern life and how we are dealing with airport security today, for example, and other deeper issues tend to come up every once in a while on the Rat Network. Sit back and join us on this journey of exploration and discovery. Look, you know, Stuart, I travel, you travel, and I've been very fortunate to not have to deal with too much stupidity in airport security. You know, just recently they talked about, you know, how here in Montreal, for example, the police tend to stop Arabs at a greater rate in a car. How they blacks are, you know, are at a higher, a greater rate, and it, it, it's like this racial profiling business. But it's funny because you know when you go to other societies, there's a whole like in the West, there's a whole freakout over privacy and security and how dare you. But when it comes to an airplane. <laughs> My security comes first, like my privacy, come on. But I get the situation in Europe with GDPR and all their, you know, like protecting privacy. But Stuart, you had an experience in travel that is just mind-boggling at the level of stupidity that airport security got to. Stuart, share, please, what happened to you? You, you know, normally I like talking about other people. And normally I enjoy exposing just moronic behavior. And, you know, yes, David, I, like you, have traveled near and far international airports, domestic airports, through some of the highest security to some of what I'll call the lowest security. And as we go through the airports, we get security guards that throw your bottles of water in the garbage, that go like this and go, yeah, I know it's water. I know I screened it through security as we do all the water that goes into the purchasing area of the airport, but we'll let you travel with this empty cup instead. Now, that's one annoying thing. You know, security's good on catching those who carry pocket knives on a daily basis uh, and removing them from your pocket, right? Because heavens forbid, a pocket knife should make it on an airplane. And it really has no place, right? Because there are crazy, stupid people out there that do stupid things that are at a decimal point. But nevertheless, no one argues with taking a pocket knife on an airplane. Moreover, someone accidentally leaving a firearm in their bag. If you live in one of the 30 plus states where you can carry a firearm, and you just so happen to carry it in your overnight baggage, right? Okay. Stranger things have happened. Today, it seems to be getting more and more intense. You cannot travel with lithium batteries. You cannot travel with e-cigarettes. 
which I think should be illegal to beginning, but nevertheless, you are now increasingly being told there's less and less that you can bring. Remember, we used to have three, one, one, three things, one ounce in these vials that must be in a Okay. To, to anyone who travels, this should sound like normal day to day. Take your phone, take your iPad, take your belt, take your shoes, take your bra off, right? To get through the detectors. And to be honest with you, I've been told that women and feminine products also now trigger the sensors and they now take those women into further screening. Right? So from underwear bombers to shoe bombers, now there's the tampon bomber. Yep, I kid you not. But that's really not about what's going on. My issue today is all about United Kingdom's Heathrow Airport. You know, we know Heathrow as being one of the largest airports by, by volume, literally one of the largest. We also know that it's no longer owned by the UK government. It's owned by FGP Topco Limited, which just so happens to be a private enterprise. Now, they are employing the security, they're employing the management, they're making, I don't know, about $200 million a year of revenue. It's still a big business. But let me tell you something. When you think of the safest airports in the world, you think of what? Not Heathrow. You think of Tel Aviv. You think of Israel's airport, right? Whether you're boarding on Israeli-bound plane in Italy, United States, Canada, or London, you know, their airport and their airport security, bar none, is the best. And you know what? In the United States, in whether you're Salt Lake City, Denver, Colorado, Frankfurt, Germany, I have been screened as a type 1 diabetic traveling with insulin. If people don't know what that is, it's a life safety drug that goes into a pump that 8.75 million people have to do every single day, whether by injectable through electric pump or manual needle. So it's not like I'm a one-off. 850 million people in the world have diabetes. Yet 8.7 need this life safety drug called insulin. And you know what? If you look at how many people are in a wheelchair, you'll see that there may be more diabetics traveling than there are wheelchair people. So we understand that there are disabled people that are visible and are not visible. And that's also not part of the conversation because people with disabilities are entitled to certain benefits, right? They travel through an airport a little easier because it is documented that they are a disabled person, some visible, some invisible. So on my most recent trips, you would think it's a one-off. David, no, you went small. You know, you think it's a one-off. David, I know, nine minutes, I'm going. Where Heathrow screening ripped apart my bag, my insulin, my electronic devices, scrutinized it, touched it, broke and damaged it. And went to me and made comments that I am a terrorist. I could be a terrorist. Not acknowledging the doctor's letter saying, it's not a UK doctor. I can't acknowledge it. Just because you have a device attached to you doesn't mean you're a diabetic. 
And you know what? I'm going to continue to abuse you and rip your stuff apart and overscreen you for what purpose? Do I fit the profile? Well, wait a second. We're not allowed to profile in the United Kingdom. We're not allowed to use these tactics on, on, on traveling visitors. So we're going to arbitrarily decide to pick on people as we see fit. I think that's more scary than actually looking for the people in which you are the demographic of the problem. Yet, you would think this is an isolated story, Stuart. It only happened once. Shut up. First world problems. Get over it. Believe it or not, from that UK transfer flight, I went on to Frankfurt. No issue. Then I went on to Italy. No <coughs> then I had to go back through Heathrow Airport. Let me tell you something. You would say it was the terminal that I traveled through, and it's an isolated incident. Arriving now at another transfer terminal, not even leaving from Tel Aviv to Heathrow, leaving the secure area. And this screener, again at Heathrow, rips my bag apart, calling me, oh, you could be a terrorist. You fit the description traveling with this. Let me see your vial and shake it. Let me see this and shake it. Look at a letter from a doctor saying, I don't care. You know what the matter is, David? Everyone today in this false sense of security believe it actually does something. And they would argue for job protection that they're actually accomplishing something. David, how many handicapped people have blown up an airplane in history? No idea. How many terrorists have been handicapped that have that have actually accomplished something that would be? I think that I, 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 I don't know. I don't okay. know. Okay. I, I would say it's zero. But you want to know something? Mm -hmm. Is it randomized if you go through twice through an airport? Or is it targeting just individuals that aren't? I don't think the ones that they're looking for. Stuart, I don't think it's targeting. And I think I think it's just ignorant. It's just it's just the oh. lack. I think it's the lack of, you know, this is what's happened in today's world. You know, we're hired, we don't, we can't hire people, we can't train people right. We can't, there, there's just there's, you hear this again and again and again, especially in airports. And where safety is at its highest, I mean, we're talking like this is the most critical area to be and with safety. And what I've seen is stupidity. You know, you mentioned Tel Aviv. And I remember one time traveling through Tel Aviv and I started to undo my shoes and they go, no, 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 sir, this is not America. And I'm like, what does that mean? He goes, that, oh, that, I, that, I've heard that too. He says, he, says that, that too. he says that stuff is bunk. Okay, that's bunk. And 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 when you talk to TSA people, when you talk to people here in, in, in Canada at Casta, and you talk to all those people who are doing airport security, the training is terrible. There, there's, but there's a high degree of stress to make sure that nothing happens. So they tend to screen and they tend to do things that they don't aren't necessarily properly and adequately trained for. And that's a scary concept. And I and, and when you look at, you know, what, like I said at the beginning of this rant, you know, what is important? Well, politics or safety? Because if you're talking safety, then all those dumb lines that I've seen at numerous American airports don't need to happen. 
but they're just not there's 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 the training isn't there and it's a matter of like you you've created a false sense of oh we're we're actually we're checking for you you know to stand there and to tell me I had to put my passport in a bin. It has to be scanned. It cannot be in your hand. That's stupid shit. It's a metal detector, not a paper detector. You don't know what you're talking about. My son's passport was stolen because he put it in a bin. You know, they're like, this stupidity is, is unbelievable. And for them to go after a diabetic with a medical document, to me, I find that it's, it's just, it just shows the excessive stupidity that is there and needs to be stopped. But unfortunately, who's stopping it? You know what? And these idiots, and I'm calling them idiots, poorly trained, poorly employed people. You know, do you have anything sharp as they're digging in my bag? You have anything sharp? Yes, I have lots of sharp and syringe items. And, and, and he's digging and digging. I'm like, sir, you understand I have syringes. You know what a syringe is with a needle. But, but, but Stuart, but Stuart they, they, they're, they're paid to do a job that they were trained, like I said, quote unquote, trained to do or lack of training or lack of training. And it's a, it's a sucky situation because I don't think that they're doing it right. My mother-in-law who's 81 years old, a diabetic, just like you going through the airport with syringes, going through whatever. I mean, like you're, if you're going to start saying she's a terrorist in her, as she goes through with her wheelchair across the security, by all means, please, you know, like go waste your time and everybody's time on this kind of stupid crap. Stuart, this is, this is just goes to show you the lack of, of care. It's, there's, there's, it's not security. We don't have a choice to go through it, but it's not secure at all. It's, it's a false sense of security. And that's what's scary. And, and you two might just sit here going, we're spreading, you know, lies and hate and, and this, and this, and disinformation. Please go through these airports, folks. Because I've spoken to TSA people and I've spoken to people who are in security and they've told me this is, this is what it is. So. Anyways, now I just want to end it with this, David. Being a global card member, when I returned to the United States, I went through the entire process in 120 seconds. Because our government, like the Canadian government that have their Nexus system, have pre-screened you as a passenger and have monitored you to some degree and allow you to travel a little more freer. Let's, let's be so careful. to all those that invest. You should understand what you're investing in because what these risks are, are risking your investments. David, take it away. All right, folks, that's it for today. Catch you on Friday, live noon Eastern. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. Like us, check us out on our new website. We'll catch, since Stuart ranted long, we'll have to end it here. Have a good week, everybody. I'll see you on Wednesday.